I, I, I we've never know. talked. Who are you? <laughs> we, we should mention Chris and I have never talked to each other directly. So this is a really weird episode. Yeah, we we created besties as a means of communicating with each other for work reasons. Safely. Yeah. In a safe, prescriptive environment. Sure. Oh, people don't know this, that every episode of Besties is scripted. I said prescriptive. <laughs> <laughs> like formatted? <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, it is also scripted. Yes, thank you for reminding me. And we are not doing a show right now. This is just us talking. It's like in the cold hope and how there's always accidentally audio left. <laughs> That's this is that part because we're just talking to each other. Don't you agree? Um, well, I'm like looking at my script of improv opportunities. Uh, oh, oh, woodworking. Um, oh, how is good. that going? I made a secret bookshelf. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, you pull the book and you pull the book on the secret. But it looks like a bookshelf, and uh-huh. then you pull the book on the bookshelf one certain book, and it opens a uh, secret door to Sydney's office. Is it a secret bookshelf if everyone in the family knows how to do it? Uh, oh, I haven't told my kids. Oh. Well, we don't let them touch books, yeah. so they know the rule. Kind of across the board, so there's no worries there. Only leap pads. (laughs) (laughs) My kid's favorite book is Touch Buttons with This Dumb Frog. (laughs) Till you learn math. They keep poking the front of the book waiting for something to happen. Yeah. It never changes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I said, get that book out of your hand right now. It doesn't have in-app purchases. Anything you need to learn is on YouTube. I've told you this. Go watch this family pretend to have fun. Bon Bon the baby monkey is not going to have fun without you having eyeballs on him. People don't realize how much of YouTube is families pretending to have fun. It's dizzying. My kids watch these videos constantly, and it's just families pretending to have fun. They're like, we're at Target today. We're going to eat only orange food. It's like, why are you feeling this? Why are we watching it? My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best game to travel with. My name is Christopher Thomas Plant, and I also know a good game for when you're on the road. And it's the summer, and that means you just got the two of us. Russ Frushtick is is out today. Griffin McElroy is in the process of moving to the beautiful east coast of America. Uh, We wish him all the best. And what you got? With this one is me, and you got Chris Plant, and we're just going to be talking about games to travel with. Traveling a long trip. How do you travel with games? Uh, and uh, Plant, I would, I guess, I normally I'd ask you to explain that, but if you haven't gotten that, <laughs> that has somehow escaped you. <laughs> They're basically games when you're not at home. You see? Yeah. That's that's a, you, you, I mean, you, you you actually really nailed it. You summarized <laughs> it pretty well. I took a lot of meat off that bone, huh? Because it was just sort of that. <laughs> when the big dog eats plants, sometimes he doesn't leave. eat the whole meal. <laughs> uh, I'm just ambling up to the bowl, and there ain't no kibble left. 
Well, we'll talk about all that right after this break. (laughs) Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want. Get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties. Rocketmoney.com slash besties. Plant and I, we, we have to travel for work a lot. I, do you still travel for work a lot? I, yeah. Well, you know, a little bit of a pause right now. But normally, yeah. uh, you know, when things are not a global pandemic and the economy right. is not, uh, you know, on the threat of a recession, I'm always in the plane. What is your, like, when you're like, okay, I need to, for me, my stuff that I'm going to do games with is always on my person. It's in my backpack. Sure. Um, all right, what, what what are you loading up? Is it game dependent on what your your setup is, what you're bringing with you, or what's the what's your rationale there? Yeah, I mean, for oh, for most of the time it was the Switch, but I I've, right. I've fully switched over to the Steam Deck. You know, I, unless there is you know Xenoblade Chronicles Three, which we'll talk about later, um, some brand new Switch game, I. No, I'm just going to bring the Steam Deck because it has it has so much of my backlog. And that's the thing that I like to do most of the time when I'm traveling. It's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to have 10, 20 more hours than usual to play video games this week. That's a perfect opportunity to go back and play something that I've never tried before. How about how about you? Um, yes. <laughs> I, I, sorry, I was thinking about how jealous I am of you. That my uh, Steam Deck is not, uh, is, I don't have one. So that's very sad for me, as you can guess. Um, but it's going to be here soon. It'll be here by the end of the year. Mm. Did you Wait, did you not see the news? Uh, no, no, I didn't all, see the news. All Steam Deck orders are shipping before the end of the year. Well, we'll see about that. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not sure about all that. <laughs> um, but I am, I am distracted by the fact that I, I have not... Uh, received my Steam Deck. I apparently got an email about a reservation like at the end of June, just looking through my emails here, but I don't know what the story was with with all that. So (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get a Steam Deck or not. But you know what? If I don't, that's okay, because I still got the Switch, which uh, my own... (laughs) Switch is the ideal for me, but a lot of times I don't have a game that I'm actively playing on the Switch, because I don't play it a lot at home. So a lot of times the night before mm. I travel is going to be research to figure out yeah. 
what games are on the Switch. And can I say, that's extremely hard. <laughs> it is, they make it, they do not make it easy to separate the, uh, the, wheat, the wheat from the chaff there. No, well, they make Polygon's existence really easy. Because, you know, by having a store that makes zero sense, we know that people are going to be coming to Polygon.com or somewhere else on the internet to be like, what the hell do I play? Because yeah. it's it's like, you know what it reminds me of is um, the App Store at this point, where like most of the stuff, if you actually went to the App Store and you just searched games and did not have a specific thing that you wanted, oh my gosh, you would just be surfing through junk. And that's, I mean, like, it'll be like Hentai Fighters 4 and it's a like, you know, crossword puzzle game. In, <laughs> that sounds in good. The I would download store. that for yeah. sure. I mean, yeah, true. Same. Um, yeah. I mean, do you do you have trouble with that? You mentioned like not having something that you're playing actively. I have run into that problem before where I will be like, you know what? I'm finally gonna play the original Final Fantasy VII. And I download it. And then I, you know, go on my trip, I get on the airplane, and then I start some big game. And then I remember, oh, big games are slow for like the first three hours. And the last thing I want to do when I'm on an airplane and don't want to think about being on an airplane is like a slow three-hour grind to like get through the tutorial of a JRPG. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I uh, I don't I don't blame you there. That is a, that is tough. So like, what what do you what do you play then? Um, I, it's, it's basically been serendipity lately. You know what I played, um, at your recommendation, I played AI Somnium Files. Oh, how um, did that go? I, yeah, I really liked it. Yeah? I was, yeah, I was very, no, I played the first one. Did okay. you play the first one? No, I played Nirvana Initiative, but I've heard okay. the first one is great. I really, see, I, I can get down with it while I'm traveling, especially, right? Mm -hmm. This is one of my, like, for me, what makes a travel game is it's, like, more specific. Um, when I am traveling, or basically, I like visual novel-type games sometimes if there's a, a hefty interactive element to it, which maybe that's not a visual novel anymore, I don't know. But still, uh, I like those kinds of games, um, but uh, I don't usually have the attention span for it when I'm at home. Like I, I, I can, uh, uh, you know, focus on something for a few minutes, but usually if it's just like reading, you know, there's many other things to occupy my time. So when I'm traveling, it's usually the one time I have like focus to sit down and like actually do a visual novel type thing. And this one has been like really, it's really well voice acted. There's tons of voice acting and it's really well done. Um, and the plot points are like not these weird. A lot of times with these games, they get into like weird sort of in personal tangents about each of the characters in ways that you don't really care about. And this uh, uh, is very focused on like the central crime, like yeah. everything kind of ties back to that, the thing that you're trying to solve. Um, and and the, the back and forth on it is really nice of like you're in a real world investigation where you're looking for clues and and uh investigating people and and then there's the like these segments where you are brought into their mind basically and you have to it's very interesting it, it's a dream world where to get to the information you need you have to like do things in the, the puzzles they're kind of puzzles is like yeah puzzles like, is yeah it, it's like not even you have to be down with like dream logic right like it's not even like i put the 
you know, maple syrup on the cat hair and it makes a mustache. It's like <laughs> I pull the there's one where you like have to stop a lightning storm and you do it by pulling on this rod that's in the ground and that makes a mast rise up above a cage and then the lightning starts hitting that mast instead, right? It's like we does not you do not know a lot of times like what the game wants you to do. Um, and it's just sort of like uh, a lot of like random surrealist guesswork, which is a very strange game mechanic. It is not something that I've like experienced before. Yeah, um, it's like trying to find meaning in a in a haiku or something. Whatever muscle of your brain that is, uh, is is like that. It's very sort of uh, ephemeral. Yeah, I mean, it's Inception meets Persona is like the closest comparison I could think of. Mm-hmm. If I had to sell it to somebody who has no interest in visual novels or a game called AI Insomnium Files, Nirvana Initiative, or whichever version, right? Right. Like it ha- has that same thing that Persona has where, you know, you're trying to figure out, like, what is what is the kind of bad thing that happened to this person that is mm-hmm. motivating them to make their decisions in the real world? You know, like, what is the subtext of their life? Um, yeah, I, I, now I really want to go back and try that one. Like, yeah, it's, it's surprising. And it, and I really do. This is not, I was actually rushing to try to make some progress on it before I left because, um, I really had this sense of like, once I get home, I won't, (laughs) I won't have the focus for this anymore because it is not a, a twitchy type thing. It is very much a sit and read and and ponder but it's pretty good i i gotta say it's it is it is well done and also there's a very generous fast forward uh button so you can kind of like if you're getting the idea of the conversation you just need to move things along a little bit uh it's it's great but um yeah I, i really was was enjoying that i also will tend to bring a laptop and because i end up stuck in hotel rooms a lot yeah um, so I will bring a laptop with an HDMI cable uh, where I can get like deep into something that I've been meaning to play, but have not again, like spent the time to actually make the jump. Like what What would be like the most recent example of that? I played Plague Tale. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it's called Innocence. Yeah. And the sequel the comes out like. In like two months soon, yeah. So we'll be I talking about to it on the show. Get yeah. into it because like story based games like this, I, I normally play all of them, and it, it, for some reason this one, well, it's not for some reason. It, there's a lot of rats, and I don't sure. I don't enjoy. I don't enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> were, were you waking for like a mod that turns them on to caterpillars? Something like that, right? Yeah. What, what was the game that was like that? Oh, what oh, um, uh, the there was the game that. Where you were in the backyard and it's like very honey, I shrunk the kids on Xbox. The one where they had a no no spider mode and it yes, just turned yes, all the yes, spiders yes. into like big orbs. Yes. Okay, good. Yes, that is the yeah. one that I was thinking of. Yes. Um, but this is interesting. Like the the rats are so okay, God. Um, you play a sister and her brother who uh for reasons, story reasons, are thrust out of their home and forced on like kind of an odyssey where everyone is trying to to catch them uh, for various reasons. And you don't have a lot of like weapons at your disposal. There is like you have a sling that gets progressively better and you get like 
different little potions and stuff that you can put into the sling that'll like knock guards out or uh, set them on fire or make their helmet melt or whatever. And you're basically using that to get through. There's very few sequences where you're like, where it's like, kill them all. It's like very much like I have to get out of here. Um, and that is uh, the, the thrust of it is using these to like get past guards. But there's also this huge mechanic where there is this rat based plague. And when the rats are present, they will be anywhere that it is dark. So there's a puzzle element to getting through these rat based segments that is like, can you um, like, uh, uh, you know, set a bale of hay on fire so you can have a place to run to where you'll be safe from the rats. Because if you're in the dark with the rats, they eat you game over. Yeah. And when you um, say rats, you don't mean like four or five rats. I don't mean eight. I mean like, in a, think of it as like water. I mean, it's like, it, it yeah. is that many rats. It's like so many. <laughs> it's like so many. They could have done with fewer rats. I think there's so many rats. Um, but like if you knock out a guard's light source, he'll be plunged into dark with your sling. He'll be plunged into darkness and then the rats lead him, that kind of thing. Um, it's, it's like really well performed, really well written. Um, and these segments are like, uh, it's that great thing in games where like, you don't really see a mechanic used the same way more than a couple of times. Right. Like, yeah. it's not like you're, you're methodically going through and like, okay, I melt that guy's face. Now I melt that guy's face. Now I melt that guy's face. <laughs> you very much have to like, it, you know, it's puzzle game like in that sense where you're like having to bring in new mechanics constantly. There are so many ways to kill people with rats. You would have never. There guessed. really are, and we don't think about it or talk about it enough. It is also I've I have found, um, a, you know, if I'm at home and I have free time, there's usually like a bajillion things that I should be doing. Um, if I am traveling, though, a lot of times I really don't have anything to do at that exact moment, right? Mm -hmm. um, and for that uh, reason, it is very essential to me to to always have some sort of some sort of phone game. I have to have something mm -hmm. on the phone that's like pick up, play it. Don't have you you know I don't need to focus on it that much. I just you know it's it's like kind of so. When when you say phone game, I think yes. of like three different types of ways this could go. Okay. There's like the free to play, um, you know, idle game. There is the I don't know the addictive games like a game dev story, you know, where it's like okay for three days this is all I'm gonna think about. And then there's like Hearthstone, right, where it's like a a kind of a traditional game, but it's on your phone and you can play it whenever you want. Which which of those three is your kind of well? Go -to? I want to avoid something that requires network connectivity. Okay. So I don't I don't uh uh I don't normally do that. What I tend to do is something that I've also I do this a lot where it's like there's not enough of these games, so I end up playing the ones I've played before. Right? Like mm. you can only play. You must build a boat so many times and i do do that pretty frequently <laughs> you like i'll just go bugs. back and do it again um the but the ones that i got into this trip that i it's been a long time and i just wanted to is uh, a dark room and the ensign have you mm -mm. okay so did you play candy box oh yeah i mean i love candy box love candy box dark room is sort of like it's based on the i uh it's not based it's inspired i guess uh, in some ways by candy box you can play both of these on your phone, and it's very much a game where you're like, you start with a fire, and you light the fire, and the the fire, and it's all text based, um, and and ASCII stuff. Um, you light the fire, and then 
someone is drawn to your fire and they start bringing wood and then that wood builds a bigger fire and more people are drawn and then you assign some of them to build mm. traps and then some of those people build huts so more people can come and you're like basically building a community um in you know it's tick based so it's like every you know 10 seconds or whatever more wood comes through and that is like the you can imagine the arc from there, right? Yeah, Eventually yeah. You strike out from your village and you have to go exploring in other places, find new weapons, new resources, all that stuff. But it's all like text based and very and very chill. Yeah. And then the ensign is the sequel, maybe it's a prequel to a dark room. Um those are both on actually on browser too. You can play them on browser. Um or on on iOS is where I, I end up playing them. But um I really love games like that. It's a, it's, it's basically an, I, not an idle game. It's too interactive for that. It's too much exploration, but it's like, it's the same idea of like cumulative power in, over time. Yeah. Did you, you played Universal Paperclips, right? Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say that, that it sounds like that sort of game. Love that. Might have to get, might have to give that one another run too. <laughs> yeah. It's been a little bit. Oh my gosh. Um, that There's a iOS app version of it now that supposedly, does not destroy your battery, but I when I tried it, it definitely did. <laughs> While like uh, literally, I, I I did that terrible thing where I was about to uh, travel for an entire day. I was in New York, saw that the app came out, downloaded it, and was like, "Oh great, it doesn't eat your battery. I'm gonna play it all day today." And then it was like halfway through my day, and my phone was suddenly dying. Um, but yeah, those games. Yeah, I, I mean, I I love idle games that are not tied to in-app purchases. Where it's like, yeah. hey, this actually, the mechanic itself is quite fun. We're not going to make you, you know, try to buy extra gems to make it go faster. Because, like, I don't want it to go faster. I want to I want to enjoy its rhythm. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I am not very good about always having an iOS game. It used to be Drop 7, but that kind of faded. And I have some stuff that I pick up now and then. But I, I don't know. I, I, I have a lot of trouble... If I pull out my phone, I feel like I'll end up like looking at work stuff or yeah. like some other distraction. Um, but I do keep kind of my go-to travel games on my Switch. So I have, you know, I mean, we've talked about Spelunky a million times on this show. We don't have to talk about it more. But that is my favorite of those sorts of games. I used to literally bring my Vita around until um, Spelunky came out on the Switch just because it was it's it was such a good game to have if i had 30 minutes to kill you know on a cab ride or something like that um do you, do you have any games like that that are your like defaults for for being on the go uh i have i uh slay the spire is the other one for me like that where it's like you can jump back into that um whenever uh, and it is just as fun as the first time you played it. And yeah. I, yeah, the, I actually had a, there's a new fan made expansion, which is so cool. What a cool idea. It's called downfall. And it's like a th free fan expansion to slay the spire that you can just get and play. Um, it's got an, it lets you play as the bosses. It also like, um, gives you a, uh, a new character class called the hermit that, it would get to into Slay the Spire mechanics to explain, but it's cool. Um, but I was like, you know, I need to refresh on Slay the Spire real quick 
before I hop into this expansion. Oh, and no. you can guess how that went. Yeah. Fast forward to 20 hours later, like, fucking Slay the Spire is the greatest <laughs> game. I don't know why I ever stopped playing this. I love that game is absolutely the best. I love Slay the Spire. And it is so fun. I eventually did get into Downfall, and it is excellent, too. But, like, I there was also a new character in Slay the Spire that I hadn't beaten it with before. Uh, so I had to I had to do that first. But um, I, I love Slay the Spire. I return to that constantly. I just I remember the the one the one phone game that I want to put in your brain in everyone's brain and we I think we maybe talked about it replay on the show but have you tried Point P? No, I don't think so. Do you remember that game Downwell? Yeah, that like yeah the the mobile game. So that developer made a new game called Point P that is a Netflix game. So already you know brace yourself. But it's so worth actually downloading. And the way what how do how do you spell it? P O I N P Y Point P Point P Point P. And you bad name. It it will. So I said that at first, but then saying it out loud, saying Point P over and over again feels good. Feels real good. Point P. Um. It it's like reverse down well. In that it's, you know, a vertical platformer, but you are going up and you kind of shoot yourself at enemies, uh, almost bust a move style. You can see the arc of your character before you actually fire it mm-hmm. and you just climb and your goal is to get to a point where you uh, basically can climb all the way up the tower without ever touching the ground. A little bit of the floor is lava-ishness to it too. Mm-hmm. And while you're doing this, you're collecting fruits to feed a giant cat that is perpetually underneath you trying to eat you alive um and it's just very cute it's very colorful and it's effectively free if you already have a netflix subscription the way netflix's uh mobile games work is you download the app and then before it lets you play you just sign into your netflix account and then you're off to the races i believe that they just did this with um uh who into the breach yeah into the breach into the breach yes just i downloaded that uh, Griffin was playing that a lot on tour, so I, I downloaded that as well. Also, still very good. Yeah, what a great game. Uh, hey, great before game. we wrap the segment, I want to go back to the question I had from the beginning. What makes a good travel game for you? I think it's something that is uh, really attention absorbing. That doesn't like that. That very much like locks you in. I think it needs to lock you in with that like addictive central loop. Um, and if it has that, I feel like that it, it is a, a true, uh, worthy, uh, time killer, which is not normally something I look for, but there are times when you're stuck on the tarmac and you definitely do need that because <laughs> yeah. it's a long flight and you're going crazy otherwise. Yeah. I think that's a great way to describe it. Um, shall we go to the other side and talk about Xenoblade Chronicles yes. 3? Let me get a drink, well, a stiff one for this incredible discussion. Uh, we'll talk about that game, the name of which I remember right after this. <laughs> this episode of The Best of These is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. 
That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their Aura frames, and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. You go get a phone, you just want a phone to talk to your friends and family, you're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans, there is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, easy solution save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month? Say bye to your overpriced wireless plan's jaw-dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Xenogrind Final Fates 4. It's finally here, and Plant is the only person who's played it, so he's the perfect person to talk about it. I I downloaded this, and I was like, you know what? I had, Somebody on this show should give it a try. Uh, you know, And that person was you. I'll, it'll the be... first one to think that is the one that has to do it. it well, uh, you know, I, I thought I would do that. I thought I'd play, you know, for an hour or two, and that I probably would bounce off, and then we would not talk about it. And here I am, six or seven hours into the game, and I'm having a great time. And we've talked about, you know, like, weed games on this show. My friends, we found the ultimate weed game. Yes. Uh, it, it does exist, and it is here. Um, why is it a weed game? Uh, because there are two parts to the game, as far as I can tell. There are the cutscenes that go on interminably long, but are, are, are interesting, but oh my gosh, I, you think, hey, this cutscene started five minutes ago, surely we're getting to the point, right? No, there's, there's more that's going to come after it, and suddenly 15 minutes, 20 minutes or whatever has passed, you're still just chilling out, learning about an endless war between two factions that kill each other for their precious 
life force that turns into fire in their eyeballs and you really start to, you know, disassociate from time and space. <laughs> um, and then the other part of the game is a big open world RPG where you effectively out in the easiest mode do not need to do anything other than walk up to the enemies and then everybody just waylays on uh, the characters while you watch. Um, Fantastic. There are fighting options. You you have, like, they're called arts so there's the automatic fighting that's mostly about like positioning yourself if you are playing on the normal mode. It's like, hey, I want to be in a healing circle. Very MMO-like. Um, and then you launch your, your specials effectively, which you can select and switch between characters at a certain point. All of that, if it sounds complicated, don't worry. You're probably not going to get to it for the first five or six hours anyway. Fantastic. You're mostly just going to be going around this open world. And here's the part that I think would get you interested, Justin. The open world is full of glowing, colorful orbs, and you can see them from very far away. And Ooh. if you have a part of your body that cannot resist walking towards the colorful orb, collecting it, and then seeing another one about 100 yards away, and then going and getting that one, and then just doing that until you've, again, completely lost track of time, then this game is for you. Um, I, I don't know. There's, there's something about this. It's like connecting with my lizard brain gameplay wise and that like mm. you truly can just zone and grind in this game in a way that is, I don't know, like really pleasant. I think it was, um, Eurogamer that compared it to like just letting a slot machine run in front of you where it's just like, you're just getting, you know, new, uh, fruit popping on and when wondering if it's going to reward you this time there's a little bit of that um and then very quickly the story do do you even want to know justin no no okay go well, for it here 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 it is you um okay so i mentioned that there are two effectively like i don't know families clans that are in a constant war with each other yeah um Soldiers live for 10 years before they get, like, effectively killed by their own army so they can use that life force to start anew. And you play as, at first, a flutist who plays... When people die, their souls get stuck in their in their corpses unless a flutist comes and plays a song that sends them to, like, space heaven. And you okay. play as one of those flutists. Yes. And you, you, sure, like you go around fighting, but the other thing that you do in this game, I mentioned going around the open world finding colorful things. Some of those colorful things are dead bodies. Whoa. And you go and you play your flute to send them to space heaven. Um, Amazing. Which is, I, I, I like that you're really muscling to care about this for I'm me. I'm trying my best. No, you're doing... God. No, you're... No, I'm, I am I mean that sincerely. You're trying. Okay, and I'm trying. Good. I'm I, glad you can sense that. I... The, the only problem with this game being like a weed game is I just said all of this out loud and I feel like I am stoned. Like, I, it, it's hard to talk about this game in a way that... I don't know, that resonates <laughs> without being like a, a little bit uh, out there? I don't know. Okay. It, it's good. I am liking it a lot. I I promise, because I know that there are very diehard Xenoblade fans out there, I, I will come back to this game. I want to play a lot more before I get into like what the game actually is. 
Mm-hmm. Um, because right now I, again, seven hours in, I think I'm still probably another seven hours, six, seven hours from where the game starts because right now I just learned about this like Steven universe merging power where a character is combined to form like giant mech creatures. Okay. And you know, when that's happening and you're, you're not really out of the tutorial. So that's true. That's a huge, (laughs) that's a huge thing to just jump on, dump on you like that. It is. So thank you. Thank you. What does it look like? What are the graphics? Um, you know, (laughs) um, it, it, the art design is, is awesome. The art direction is great, but it has that problem that I feel like we're starting to see on the Switch as it gets later into its life, where a big open world kind of just looks muddy. Like, no matter how great the art direction is, it it's doing the thing that, like, was cool with Breath of the Wild, but now after all these years, it's like, you know, I would like some of this open world to have textures. Right. You right. know? So yeah. the, 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 the actual, like, art is really cool. The world is... I mean, kind of Pandora-esque, going off Avatar, okay. um, mixed with these, like, really awesome giant um, mech designs, like spaceship designs. But, yeah, it, it just suffers. Pokemon Legends Arceus, or Arceus, earlier this year, kind of had that same thing, you know, where it's like, wait, what, what actually is this world? Is it just, like, right. a series of, like, colors against flat surfaces? So it, it, this is doesn't sound like something that's going to bring someone into this who does not already. I mean, care about this genre. Is that you, fair? I, I think if you don't care about the genre, no. If you care about the genre but have bounced off previous Xenoblade games like me, I think yes. It feels okay. much more welcoming and accommodating than the okay. previous Xenoblade games. But no, this is like a JRPG ass JRPG. I mean, this okay. is all of the things that you're familiar with, like an obtuse combat system very very long cutscenes, especially at the beginning of the game a very you know anime story that said if you like those things it's great versions of all of that i mean why i like just kind of zoning out and playing this game is it's so refreshing to play a story that is optimistic Mm -hmm. and i mean this is weird because it's a game about you know two factions stuck in endless war but, it, I mean, it's just an anti-war video game, which is cool as hell that you play as effectively a pseudo-pacifist who is a bard who wants to send people to heaven. Like, Yeah. It's cool. It is cool. Sounds like a good, good vibe. That's it. Um, you've been uh, been playing anything else? I mean, a lot of multiverses. I'm is big into multiverses. Are you, have you not downloaded it? Justin, it's so good. It's I so just good. To everything I played for you the last two weeks. You know I haven't yeah. played it. <laughs> um, no, you 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 should download it and, and we can play together. I I play as LeBron James. Okay, the yeah, one and of my favorite fighters. He is great. I love playing. So you know, it's like it's like Smash Brothers, but there is team modes where it's two v two. Okay, and when you can get two LeBron Jameses going up the, against, I don't know, like the Iron Giant and Batman. You're in I mean, for it sounds wild. It, it, it is admittedly. absolutely wild. And like LeBron James, all of his moves are kind of like Charles Barkley shut up and jam, where he's okay. like hitting people with his basketball. So you had to like dunking <laughs> or like shooting like long distance threes, and the arc will like hit some iron giant into, you know, oblivion. Um, 
But yeah, with, with two LeBrons, you can actually pass the basketballs back and forth. So you'll have like three or four basketballs ricocheting around the court or the stage, uh, knocking Arya Stark into like the death of hell. Um, <laughs> it's pretty great. Oh, God. I don't know. I guess I should. You, well, let, 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 let's try it. It's free. Um, you, it, I think it's like. How much can I? How many shaggies can I buy? I mean, there's at least. There's a special Shaggy that you can get with the Battle Pass where he's wearing a smoke, like a, what is it, a smoke room, cigar room, smoking room smoking jacket. jacket? Yeah. Nice. He looks nice. He looks very cool. He goes Super Saiyan. That's his special power. Hey, you gotta love that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a great game. I mean, and the Iron Giant kills people. <laughs> like, Were you I surprised mean, at how, how much you enjoyed it? I Yeah, I thought I would like be kind of tickled by it because... The idea of playing as LeBron James and, you know, breaking Bugs Bunny's neck. The Fortnite effect. Yeah, yeah. But then it it ended up just being really good. Um, And now I'm, I don't know, I'm probably going to beat the, complete the first battle pass in the next day or two, which I have not done for a video game ever. I, I, yeah, I can't think of the last time. Um, Yeah, it's great. I think you will be maybe a Tom and Jerry main. I could, okay, I could see yeah, that. that Maybe a Harley like Quinn. You know, it's kind of can't really tell. You know, what 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 character do you like in Smash Brothers? I I wouldn't play Smash Brothers with my worst enemy. <laughs> okay, then uh, I, I so I guess that makes me a solid sink. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a good pick. Have you been watching anything? Oh man, just some old John Carpenter movies. Oh really? Watch the yeah. I, there's a lot of I, so I've been listening to Blank Check, um, and there's a lot of, that I hadn't seen. So I saw this trip for the first time. I saw the thing and Christine. What's the other one? Uh, Escape from New York. I saw all three of those for the first time. Never seen them before. Wow. Wh- which was your favorite? Uh, the thing was great. I can't believe I've never seen that before. The movie whips ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you watch uh, Assault on Precinct 13 yet? Yes. That was yeah. the, se- I think, the second, I guess. But it was great. I, lo- I That was a great, great film, too. Mm-hmm. I've been John really Carpenter. enjoying going through his movies. Pretty been, good. Really good. Pretty yeah. good at making movies. Good, di- Yeah, good at making movies for not a lot of money. Wow. Yeah, and great at making soundtracks. Great uh, yeah. scores. Yeah. Love it. That, but that's what, what I've been into. What are we doing next week, bud? Next week, we're going to do an anniversary episode for Mortal Kombat. We're going to talk about the best fatalities, the best babalities, the best friendships. We're going to talk about what it was like to actually be alive when that first game launched. Which do you, do you remember? What was it? Oh, Mortal yeah. Monday? Yeah. Oh, man. I remember, yeah, I remember it being was... at their friend's house and they had the wrong version. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. So I, embarrassing. I, I spent weeks planning to manipulate my grandma and grandpa into how they were going to buy it for me. And let me tell you, it worked. And it was... <laughs> I'm my, sure we'll hear that harrowing tale. That, and... that, Norvin Pat, you'll finally learn the truth. <laughs> um, you, it is their, like, end of the serial killer movie. You're like, wait a minute, this entire time? So what did we... What Did uh, Did you want to listen to all the games? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we, we talked about, you know, we just talked about a bunch of games, and then we talked about Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I think that's it. Which is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> At this point, yeah. Yeah, so next week's Mortal Kombat, and we'll have probably some more people than us, but I don't actually care. I've had a great time talking to you. This uh, is so nice. For the first time that we've ever spoken with each other, it was pretty good. Yeah, good vibes all around. 
Uh, that is going to do it for us. Be sure to join us again next time for the besties. Because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games? Steve.